It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Welcome to History of College Football Podcast. I am Jay Abramson, and I will take you down a gridiron memory lane. The national champions, the teams, the rivalries, the conferences, the Heisman winners, the rankings. Today, we will discuss the college football history of the Rice Owls. This program has had sudden singular moments on both ends of the spectrum of both successes and disappointments. One longtime successful coach, one defeat of a legendary coach, one Cotton Bowl win to propel a number five ranking in the nation, one upset to end 28 years of frustration, one two-minute, 16-second collapse to derail an upset bid, one close loss to derail an undefeated, untied season, two vaunted defenses, one Hall of Fame guard, one Hall of Fame running back, one in-state rival, one crosstown rival, one offensive explosion, one of the most unusual plays in college football history, and of course, one case of the missing owl. First season, 1912. National Championship, zero. Heisman Trophy winners, zero. Best coach, Jess Neely. 1946-1966, to 1966, 144 wins, 124 losses, and 10 ties, and 153.6% of his games. Coach Neely's version of the Owls won four Southwest Conference titles, went to six bowl games, winning one Orange Bowl and two Cotton Bowls, and finished in the top 20 in the final AP poll seven times, and in the top 10 four times. His 1946 team finished number five in the nation. Coach Neely set a school record for wins. Jess Neely is in the College Football Hall of Fame. Most stunning win. Rice 7, Texas A&M 6, November 16, 1957. Number 20 Rice entered the game 4-3 and three, and a 7-point underdog to number 1 Texas A&M, who was 8-0, riding an 18-game unbeaten streak, a 14-game winning streak, and coached by Paul Bear Bryant and led by 1957 Heisman winner John David Crow, playing at home in front of 72,000, the largest crowd ever at Rice Stadium, in a battle for the Southwest Conference Championship, the Owls jumped out to a 7-0 lead following an interception and a 90-yard touchdown drive. The Owls held the Aggies' vaunted offense in check for three quarters and carried a 7-0 lead into the fourth quarter. The Aggies scored a touchdown to open the fourth quarter, but the extra point attempt sailed right. Late in the game, Texas A&M was driving, but time expired at the Rice 24-yard line to secure the stunning upset. But special attention must be paid to two other games. Rice 27, North Carolina 13th, January 2nd, 1950, the Cotton Bowl. Number 5 Rice entered the game 9-1. Number 16 North Carolina was 6-4 and, and was led by Charlie Choo Choo Justice. Rice took control in the second quarter, scoring two second quarter touchdowns to take a 14-0 lead going to halftime. They added a third touchdown in the third quarter and were up 27-0 in the fourth quarter. A late touchdown by the Tar Heels made the score appear closer than the game really was. Rice finished number 5 in the AP poll. And then there was Rice 19, Texas 17, October 16, 1994. Rice entered the game 2-2, two and two, losers of 28 consecutive games to Texas, who were number 9. Texas and its potent offense had scored 30 or more points in every game up to that point in the season and entered the game 4-1. and one. Rice jumped out early, taking a 9-0 lead in the first quarter, 
before Texas closed the gap to 12-10 at halftime. With 8-21 remaining in the game, Rice took a 19-10 lead to ensure the stunning upset and end the losing streak. Most stunning loss, Texas A&M 20, Rice 12, November 12, 1955. Rice entered the game 2-4-1 and a 7-point underdog to number 9, Texas A&M, who was 6-1-1 and coached by Paul Bear Bryant and led by future Heisman winner John David Crow and fullback Jack Pardee. Playing at home, Rice contained the vaunted Aggie attack for three quarters. Entering the fourth quarter, the teams were embattled in a scoreless tie. In the fourth quarter, following a short Aggie punt, the Owls drove and scored on Paul Zippelin's seven-yard run. The point after attempt was blocked, and the Owls led 6 to nothing. On the ensuing kickoff, the Aggies fumbled. The Owls recovered and eventually faced a fourth and one, and Zippelin scored again his second touchdown. And when the point after was blocked, the Owls led 12 to nothing with eight minutes left. On the next Aggie possession, John David Crow was injured and didn't return to the game. With a little over four minutes remaining in the game, the Owls seemed in control as they led 12 to nothing. Then the floodgates opened. Here's what happened. Coach Bryant inserted quarterback Jim Wright as quarterback to try to change up the momentum. Sophomore Lloyd Taylor, in for John David Crow, ran wild on two runs and scored a touchdown to cut the lead to 12 to 7. On the ensuing kickoff, Gene Stallings, who would go on to coach Alabama in the 1990s, recovered the Aggies' onside kick, and the Aggies had the ball again. A 43-yard touchdown followed, and the PAT gave the Aggies a 14-12 lead. The Aggies had scored 14 points in 46 seconds. With a little more than two minutes remaining, Rice got the ball back. They passed, and Aggie Jack Pardee intercepted and returned it to the eight. The Aggies added a third touchdown and now led 21-12. Rice had yielded 21 points in a 2 minute 16 second span to ensure the stunning loss. But special attention must be paid to LSU 14, Rice 7, October 1st, 1949. In the second game of the season, the Owls lost a close battle to LSU, which would prove to be the only loss that season. The Owls would go on to a 10-1 record and finish number 5 in the final AP poll. Best Team There was the 1946 Rice Owls 9-2. Coach Neely's version of the Owls had a vaunted defense, number 5 in the nation in points per game, 5.6, 5th in the nation in total defense, allowing 166.3 yards per game, and 6th in passing defense, 63 yards per game. Only one team scored more than 10 points against them all year, and that was in an 18-13 defeat of Texas. In the Orange Bowl, Rice defeated number 7 Tennessee 8-0. Rice finished number 10 in the final AP poll. But... We give the nod to the 1949 Rice Owls 10-1. Coach Neely's version of the Owls also had a vaunted defense. Sixth in the nation in scoring, allowing 8.4 points per game. In the Cotton Bowl, they defeated number 16 North Carolina 27-13 to finish number 5 in the AP poll. Best player, God Weldon Humble, 1941-1942-1946. and Weldon Humble was a first-team All-American, an All-Southwest Conference team, and won the George Martin Award as Rice's most valuable player. From 1943 to 1945, Humble joined the Marines, and in World War II, he was awarded the Bronze Star. Weldon Humble is in the College Football Hall of Fame. But special attention must be paid to running back Trevor Cobb, 1989-1992. Trevor Cobb led the Rice Owls in rushing four consecutive years, Cobb set school records in career yards, 4,948, and career scoring, 260 points. In 1991, Cobb rushed for 1,692 yards, was a consensus first-team All-American, and won the Doak Walker Award as the nation's top running back. Trevor Cobb is in the College Football Hall of Fame. Rival. There are two. 
One cross town, one cross state. Houston Cougars. Separated by five miles, this crosstown rivalry started in 1971. Houston won 23-21. They play for the Bayou Bucket. Texas Longhorns. A far older rivalry exists between Rice and Texas. The teams first played in 1915. Texas won 41-0. From 1934 to 1940, Rice won six of the seven meetings between the two rivals. From 1966 to 2019, Rice won once. Hullabaloo won. In 1916, sandwiched between a 23-13 defeat of Tulane and a 7-7 tie against LSU, Rice defeated SMU 146-3. As they scored 23 touchdowns, Owls halfback Griffith Vance scored 6 touchdowns that day. Hullabaloo 2. In 1953, in a 28-6 defeat of Alabama, one of the most unusual plays in the history of college football occurred when Owl Dickie Mogul ran down the sidelines and was tackled by Alabama's Tommy Lewis who had come off the bench, off the sidelines, to make the tackle. Mogul was awarded the touchdown. Mascot, Sammy the Owl. In 1917, Texas A&M kidnapped a large canvas of the owl. The school hired a private detective who found the owl, er, canvas. When he recovered it, he sent a telegram to Houston that read, Sammy is fairly well and would like to see his parents at 11 o'clock. Sammy has stuck as the mascot's name ever since, in the form of both a live owl and a student adorned in an owl costume. As for the original Sammy, you ask, the canvas is in Rice Stadium. Thank you for listening to History of College Football. I am Jay Abramson. Join us every Tuesday and Saturday for a new episode.